Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. More dynamite! <laughs> Woo, speaking of dynamite, we got some dynamite that's going to be exploding up in here in about five minutes or so because we've got Cheryl Atkinson who's going to be here to talk about a story that she says nobody in the mainstream media is willing to report on and that should really once you hear this story the fact that nobody in the mainstream media is willing to talk about it today should really anger everybody and and raise the hair on the backs of the necks of everybody in america everybody should feel like they're going to be dynamite in a dress after they hear this you're going to want to stay tuned because it's really about tyranny and tyranny is what i come here every day and why i started doing a show to push back against because i could see going back uh, early in my years of paying attention to politics to see the push for tyranny in the show. And I know all of you out there who follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and on Facebook feel the same way that I do. We want to keep people safe in this country, but we want to make sure that we do it in the right way and we don't do it at the expense of the good law-abiding Americans. And speaking of good, patriotic, law-abiding Americans, joining me as always at this time is DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> um, you cannot legislate away all evil. Right now, the big push is it's all about uh, mental illness control. You know, mental illness and mental illness control seems to be, uh, that's like the new cold shoulder. This is kind of a cold shoulder for you guys who don't know what, what the fashion choices are. Look, um, you know, it, it, everybody's emotions are running high, and there's too much of a knee-jerk reaction to try to fix things. I get that President Trump is a doer. He wants to do things that are going to solve things, but when he makes statements like, uh, take guns first and then deal with due process later, that's when the hair on the back of my neck goes up. Because you know what? You don't fight bad people by putting the hurt on good people. That does not solve anything. The nasty truth about gun control is that it doesn't work. And you don't have to believe me. Listen to the following. It's a nasty truth. But those who seek to inflict harm are not phased by gun control laws. I happen to know this from personal experience. You know, I've always felt a special bond with the members of your group. You live by Lincoln's words. Important principles may and must be inflexible. Your philosophy put its trust in people. So you insist on individuals be held responsible for their actions. The NRA believes that America's laws were made to be obeyed and that our constitutional liberties are just as important today as 200 years ago. And by the way, the Constitution does not say that government shall decree the right to keep and bear arms. The Constitution says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's right. Hear, hear. 
that our Constitution is meant to uh, protect American citizens. I put a quote up today from Thomas Jefferson where he said the enemies of the of the American people, the enemies of America are criminals and the government. And to keep the government from becoming the criminals, they must be tied down with the Constitution. And let that begin with making sure that our Second Amendment rights are intact. Uh, let it, The rule of law candidate needs to remember that we have a rule of law. It is the U.S. Constitution. It involves due process, and that must be protected. And it, the U.S. Constitution is bigger than any one individual or any groups of victims. And speaking of individuals and speaking of tyranny, stay tuned because coming up, you're not going to want to miss this interview with Cheryl Atkinson on a story nobody else is willing to talk about. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Local foster children often struggle moving between homes and schools without consistent adults in their lives. But you can help. By serving as a volunteer court-appointed special advocate with Voices for Children, you can work one-on-one with a child or sibling group to give them a chance at a better future. No prior experience is required. So why not learn more and sign up for information sessions in San Diego and Riverside counties at speakupnow.org. That's speakupnow.org. Larry Elder here. If you're planning to sell your home, who you choose as your Realtor is critical. Call my friend and trusted military veteran, Realtor John Reeves of Reeves Point Real Estate. John sold 327 homes in 2017. That's one home sold every 27 hours. Selling more homes than any other agent means John can do so much more for you. In fact, he can buy your home if it doesn't sell. John guarantees he'll sell your home or he'll buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you, guaranteed in writing. John has over 4,000 exclusive buyers ready to buy right now. John nets his sellers nearly 3% more on average, which means more money in your pocket. So, guaranteed sold, ready buyers, proprietary systems netting more dollars on average, and selling your home faster? You get the point. Call John Reeves now at 858-800-HOME. That's 858-800-HOME. 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 
Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Joining me now is author of The Smear, host of Full Measure, and she's part of an endangered species. She's one of the last true investigative journalists, and it's always an honor to have her on the show. So much to cover. I was pretty upset last night, Cheryl, that everybody was acting as though Jeff Sessions was the victim when President Trump uh, publicly called him disgraceful, that he abdicated his role, in my opinion, as attorney general and handed over the investigations into FISA abuses to an Obama holdover with no prosecutorial power. And I say that this has been one of the, when we have a Department of Justice and an FBI that has been proven to be, or at least it sure looks that way, to have been politicized and weaponized against Americans and involved in illegal spying. There is no greater job for our attorney general. What say you? Well, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but this is related. And I wrote something of this on, on Twitter last night. Uh, when my government computer intrusions happened, I gave one of the computers, one of the several computers involved, to this inspector general's office, this very same one in hopes that they could find the names of people involved. We already had our forensics, but no harm done if they could find more. Well, we found out just recently, as my lawsuit against the government continues, through ongoing forensics, that while that computer of mine was in the Department of Justice Inspector General's hands, it was switched out, the hard drive inside, without my knowledge, without disclosure, which I believe is a crime. Wow. Before it was given back to me, this is a different serial number. And furthermore, this same IG's office obfuscated when I asked for the report on my computer that I had requested once they were finished with the investigation. To this day, they haven't given it to me. It's been years. They won't follow through lawfully with my Freedom of Information Act request about it. I, too, think that there may be an issue with getting a fair hearing from this Department of Justice Inspector General on these types of issues. Well, it's uh, – I'm absolutely floored to uh... (laughs) – to hear. I mean, I think I think a lot of Americans know you and know the story and saw the video of you sitting there with your laptop open and somebody in your laptop deleting stuff. Um, and to now, you know, fast forward on the story to hear that you have evidence that they actually switched out this this same department, switched out your hard drive. It, it, it's it's like, am, am I really hearing this from a journalist in America or am I watching a movie that's that's on HBO? I mean, this is not supposed to be happening here in our country. And we you know, I, and, and it's frustrating because I, it didn't even happen to me, and I'm sitting here feeling completely uh, vulnerable. And what's the term for when you don't have any power and you can't do anything to to stop what's being done to you? Well, yes, and, you know, as was pointed out, the only people to date with any prosecutorial authority over any of these alleged surveillance abuses and abuses of intel tools, the only ones who can prosecute, even though Congress has already referred at least one 
alleged crime and the inspector general could come up with others. Nobody can prosecute under this current scenario except the Department of Justice where the people reside who are accused of these things. So that is a catch here. That is sort of a catch-22. What happens when the very law enforcement body and intelligence community who's supposed to look out for us is part of the accusation? Yeah, it's like who's investigating who. So where does your lawsuit stand at this point? Well, we are um, moving fairly quickly now. We have subpoenaed all the major intelligence agencies with permission of the judge, including, you know, the NSA, CIA, FBI, Department of Justice, Department of Justice, Inspector General. But we're not getting any cooperation. The Department of Justice has indicated they're going to fight every subpoena. And, you know, ordinary citizens really would not have the resources to withstand this. If you think about it, the Department of Justice, they have unlimited resources to fight because it's your tax money and it's their, you know, public time. And it's very hard for anybody else outside the system to withstand the barrage of motions and obfuscation, but I have some really good forensics teams and a wonderful lawyer who are standing up strong and tall with this. So I don't really think they're going to turn over the names of the people. We've already proven the government intrusion. Do I think they're going to easily give us the names of those who ordered or were involved? I don't, but there's enough information now that the Department of Justice could and should start a criminal investigation to find out who was responsible. But so far, I don't think there's any sign they're going to do that. So we're just plotting ahead with our civil lawsuit federal court. Well, um, it, it almost feels as though you're, that lawsuit is on behalf of the American people, because if this can happen to you, if it can happen to Carter Page, it, it, you know, it can, it can happen to any American, and we, we've got to, to, to do something uh, to stop this. And when, but when you say that, it's a, that you're trying to find the names within the Department of Justice, are these people that you think that are within the FBI? What area within the Department of Justice do you think did this? Well, we know the FBI was involved, and the NSA would have had to help. We can tell, you know, the chain that some material went when it was exfiltrated from my house. We know it goes to this sort of data farm in Ashburn, and then it's transmitted to Quantico. Um, there's, there's bulk collection of data that was done improperly to me. There was also targeted information of data that was done improperly with government software installed in my computers. It's very vast, and again, I'm lucky I have intelligence-connected people that have helped me because, again, this is something ordinary people wouldn't have been able to find the experts to, to even uncover this. But people came to me and alerted me that this was going on, and I think that's the only way really we were able to find, find it out. I believe this was happening to a number of journalists as part of a plan or an operation. I was just lucky enough to be able to find out about it through my contacts. Um. You know, it, one of the things that, that comes to mind here is that we have been hearing as the uh, information came out with the Nunes memo and other, uh, oh, you're, you're attacking the FBI. And then anybody who wanted to talk about abuse of the government in terms of spying uh, is attacking the FBI. And it's only the top leadership, not the rank and file. This kind of coordinated effort against journalists and people like yourself has to involve more than just a few people at the top. This has to be corruption at almost pretty much every level, because any any uh, this data mining is not done by the Peter Strzoks. It's not done uh, by Rosenstein and the people at the top. So to me, this tells me that we've got a much deeper problem with the deep state here than just a few people at the top, which they are leading us to believe. Um, Going back to the beginning, uh, we know that James Rosen was targeted. We know that you were targeted. Um, Can you share with us exactly why you think you were targeted? Well, I can only suppose, you know, without they, they would know why they did it. Of course, I wouldn't know. But based on the evidence, you know, they were looking at to see what stories, as I was particularly coming up to the 2012 election year, uncovering stories they viewed as particularly damaging to their re-election efforts, such as Benghazi, Fast and Furious, and Green Energy Waste. Um, They were trying to stop those stories quite publicly, working behind the scenes by contacting CBS. 
And then there was this surreptitious effort with my computers as well during this time period. So I think they wanted to know what was coming next so they could mount social media as sort of, a, as I described in the smear, the sort of onslaught that comes with a reporter that is not on the right page mm-hmm. with the powers that be, how they can try to destroy you and stop you, especially if they know what's coming. Number two, they surely wanted to know which uh, federal sources inside the agency I was speaking to, because on these stories, most of my sources were Obama administration insiders, you know, Democrats who were speaking, sometimes lifelong Democrats, but really believed they saw wrongdoing and were stepping forward in the way that they could to help. They want to know who those people were. Probably that's why three classified documents were planted in my computer, as we discovered. It would not be illegal for me to have them, but it would be perhaps illegal for the person who gave them to me. Um, so maybe they were looking to you know, wrap, wrap somebody in, into that because I didn't put those classified documents on my computer. Wow. Um, you know, Rod Rosenstein comes out and makes this big announcement that they've indicted, you know, 15 Russians for this, for disparaging and smearing people in order to interfere with an election. And I thought to myself, is he talking about Russians or is he talking about CNN? The mainstream media in the Obama administration has done everything that they can to smear anybody uh, who might be interfering in any way with their agenda. And this, to me, ties in to all of that. Don't you agree? It does. And, you know, I I really don't know how you control social media and the Internet in terms of the number of foreign actors, including China, Russia and other other entities, Ukraine, um, who are using social media and the Internet under false names with false accounts to try to sway public opinion. And everybody's, you know, all this dueling propaganda, as well as Americans doing the same thing, as well as our own U.S. government operating fake accounts, fake Twitter accounts and social media accounts to influence different things. I'm not sure how you control that, but for the moment, it appears as though they've collectively gone after uh, some of the Russian actors, I think, for obvious reasons. Well, I think... I would say, you know, you you mentioned that just a moment ago, if you don't mind, the James Rosen case and some other things that happened. If you step back and look at things in the big picture, I think the evidence is showing that what the intelligence community and the establishment were more afraid of when it came to Donald Trump coming into office was not his policies, which quite frankly are not so different from you know his predecessors in many ways, mm-hmm. but the idea that he was outside of that, that money structure and that establishment structure that was going to just go along and leave all of these intelligence abuses basically you know uncovered mm-hmm. or basically covered up. He might come in, they realize, once he was elected, they panic and see the things they've been doing the past 10 or 15 years inside the intelligence agencies, which I think are unethical and in some instances illegal acts. And that set off panic. They could not let him, you know, come in. They had to marginalize him and the people that he was bringing in so that they could not see uh, these things that have been happening. I think that's the bigger story. Well, I agree, as well as, you know, cover up the corruption involving the Clinton, you know, uh, from the uranium one to her actually being the one who who purchased a warrant basically to spy by working with foreign actors. And I think that for me, um, in terms of why the the point behind this, this the Russian indictments and the social media was about uh, to lay the groundwork for continuing to have government control over content on social media. One of the ways in which they're trying to hide what's going on at these at these levels of our government is not just by trying to keep Trump out but trying to keep Americans stupid because the American people were chanting drain the swamp and lock her up. And so, uh, yes, they wanted to keep Trump out, but they also want to control what's happening on social media. And you say, how can they do that? Well, Obama, President Obama came out yesterday and said, look, I'm not suggesting that we have government controlled media like in China. And you mentioned China. He says, but what I am suggesting is that government control the rules of the road, the government decide what is considered facts and what isn't. And that is really chilling. And in fact, if you saw yesterday, you saw 
saw Facebook and Google and others. Google actually banned uh, the word gun. So if you you couldn't even find anything under, you know, Burgundy wine, because if you tried to, to Google search gun, uh, because they tried to ban gun shopping. So, I mean, clearly we've got the left wanting to control the message and you control the minds. It was actually the left that started the whole fake news mantra. It wasn't President Trump. It was them. Immediately after the election, they were like, you know what? There was all this fake news out there. That's why Hillary didn't win. We got to do something to stop what the American people. Andrea, I think you're right on target. And I just uh, gave a TEDx talk you can find on YouTube if you Google it under fake news that traces the fake news effort, the anti-fake news campaign, as I call it, to September 13th, 2016, actually just before the election to a nonprofit called First Draft. And once they introduced this notion that somebody needed to curate news online, which I thought was very strange at the time, it, it became headlines on an almost daily basis. So if you track that, September 13th, 2016, this nonprofit comes up with the idea to, you know, go after so-called fake news. One month later, President Obama gives a speech in which he insists that somebody needs to curate information mm. in this wild, wild west media environment. And I remember thinking at the time, well, nobody was asking for that. Why is the president giving such a speech? I knew this was a rollout of something. And Hillary Clinton soon jumped aboard. And David Brock, Hillary Clinton surrogate, took credit for working with Facebook to get them to crack down on so-called fake news, which by their definition was conservative fake news. And guess who funded this nonprofit first draft? I dug around a little bit. It was Google. And Google's parent company, Alphabet, was run by Eric Schmidt, who was a top Hillary Clinton donor and had volunteered himself to the uh, Hillary Clinton campaign. So if you look at all of that together, I think, just like you do, they had decided, somebody had decided to go after the last bastion of free information that could not be controlled because they've been very effective at controlling the mainstream media, at controlling in general you know, social media and the narratives that you see every day, but they could not get that little last corner of the Internet where people can still find, yes, some news that's not true, of course, but a lot of news that is true, perhaps, that just they don't want to make it to the mainstream conversation. Well, um, it's, it's really um, disturbing to hear what's going on with you and your computer and the intrusions and the attempt to control you um, can, in order to keep the American people from hearing the truth and as well as other reporters. And how can people, um, is there any way for anybody to support you in what you're doing with your lawsuit? I'm grateful that you've got good, good attorneys to help you with this and, and you're doing this. I feel like you're almost doing it for the American people to stop this kind of abuse. But is there any way that, w- that anybody can get behind you on this? Anything we can do? If you- I just say speak publicly about it. Um, tweet at, ju- at the Justice Department or whatever their moniker is. Ask them why they're fighting the suit. Why aren't they prosecuting the criminals? I mean, I would just ask you to please draw attention to it because the mainstream media will not cover this. And I think not because it's me, but because of what happened and the implications. This, this is related to really one of the biggest stories of our time, but it will not be covered accurately or fairly in, in the media. So the only way we have to draw attention to it and put pressure on us to talk to your members of Congress, tweet about it, get the conversation going. Cheryl Ackeson, thank you so much for being here. And by the way, she is a host of an amazing show called Full Measure and author of the book, uh, The Smear. How can people see your show? We are on, gosh, across the country to 43 million households. You just have to you can go to one of my websites or fullmeasure.news to see the schedule. And we're also probably going to double and expand in the next couple of months as we buy Tribune stations as well. We're on Sunday mornings in most markets. Fantastic. Cheryl Atkinson, thank you so much for being here and uh, continuing to keep up the good fight. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye now. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. If you qualify for V8 loan benefits, here's a game changer for you. Fellow veteran Sonia Hadley has a VA cash-out 100% refi with rates you won't believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia can find a program to help virtually any borrower, and now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of the equity in your home to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these sky-high home prices, you now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia. Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA Streamline refi, the easiest loan you'll ever get. Call Sonia with the town group at Arbor to see if you qualify for the VA cash out 100% refi. Rates are inching up so you can't afford to wait. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN. 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 Now's the time to call and enroll your student at a quality private school for half price. Call now, 844-800-5757. 
1170 The Answer has lined up some of San Diego's finest private schools just for you. Call AM 1170 The Answer and get the 2018-19 school year, preschool through high school, for half price. This is such a blessing that will save your family a lot of money. So what are you waiting for? See the complete list of schools at am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app. Pick your school, then call us at 844-800-5757 to lock in your child or grandchild's enrollment for half price. Give your student the solid foundation they can only get from a quality private school. Call now and give them that education for half price. Don't wait. These schools are going fast. Call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. school year for half price. 844-800-5757. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me tonight. Uh, I'm going to have some time. i got a few minutes now and also at the end of the show if you guys want to call in and share with me what's on your mind. If you disagree with me, am I open as to uh, my, my thoughts on uh, gun control or actually Ronald Reagan's thoughts on gun control as well as uh, if you want to chime in on anything Cheryl Atkinson said, you know, con- tyranny, control, tyranny, control. There's really no difference between the two. Uh, the eight years of the Obama administration, the corruption was deep. The deep state goes really deep and it's all about control. Every aspect they're trying to control us and manipulate us by controlling the message. Uh, they've got control over the mainstream media. They also, then they've got to try to gain control over the few investigative journalists that are left like James Rosen and Cheryl Atkinson. And they'll even willing to go so far as to steal uh, her, her content, try to, try to replace her hard drive on the sly legal spying on the American people. We've got to push back against it. If you understand what the left is all about, that that liberalism is a misnomer. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. Everything they're about is about control, and we need to push back on it. That's what uh, gun control is about. It's about human being control, people control, just like this mental illness control. It's all about control, and you cannot legislate away bad acts by controlling good people. Um Got to shift gears now. If you want to call in, though, the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Lots of other stories to get into tonight. There's one. Those who know me well uh, know that I've got some other things besides politics that I'm passionate about, one of which is true crime stories because I care about the rule of law. I, I started by talking the show about due process. The U.S. Constitution and our justice system are part of what makes us the greatest country in the face of the earth. We've got to relish that. We've got to protect it. We can't start infringing upon that just because we, you know, where our hearts are broken over something. Due process is absolutely critical. I'm about justice. That's one of the reasons why I love true crime stories because I want to see justice served. We had a story here in San Diego a few years ago that really rocked the nation. Uh, it was called the Coronado Mansion uh, Murder Mystery to where a woman, Rebecca Zahau, was found hanging naked outside of Coronado Mansion. And there were many um, uh, suspicious parts of the story. It was ruled a suicide. Many people like myself and including the family of Rebecca Zahau never bought into the suicide story. And so much so that even though there were no uh, charges brought against the person of interest at the time, the family decided to sue 
for wrongful death in the local courts. Joining me now to, to update everybody on where this story is at is my friend and attorney, Adam Sostren. Hey, Adam, welcome to, back to the show. Andrew Kay, it's always a pleasure to be on with you. Thank you, darling. I bet you're glad to come on and not have to talk politics with me tonight, right? To talk oh about. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, because that's, that's more uh, Andrew's race. So, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk about true crime. Okay. Well, um, we don't have time to get into all the elements, but here's kind of what it boils down to. Many people like me and the family here are like, we're not buying the fact that this beautiful Asian woman got herself naked, tied herself into a chair with complicated knots, then stood up, took a run, and took a flying leaf off of a balcony to kill herself. Right? I mean, right? There, are, there are easier ways to do it, right? And, and I, don't think any, I don't think that sits well with anybody. Um, and, and it looked like this is a case that never went over to the district attorney's office. The decision was made with the, uh, uh, the sheriff's department and the medical examiner, and then they ruled it uh, just a suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 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 so it's interesting when something like that, I, I get, and, and I'm just, you know, and I'm guessing from reading all the articles on it, that it didn't go to the district attorney's office. And, and then that's what happened. They made their decision and the DA's office maybe deferred to it. And now you have this wrongful death suit. I'm not surprised that the mother is uh, so upset. Uh, and the burden, of course, in these cases is a mere preponderance of the evidence. So if they can just show more likely than not, uh, the family has a case against the, uh, the brother of the, uh, the pharmaceutical company owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I wish I was a, a fly on the wall at that trial. Unfortunately, in these proceedings in California, they're not really open to the public unless the judge allows it. So it's not like viewing a, a Florida right. uh, trial or something like that. So yeah. we're not able to see what's happened. But it, it is such a bizarre story. It Andrew, is. I absolutely agree with you. People think that was so, um, to back up a little bit, this mansion is owned by somebody who is a big wig in the pharmaceutical industry. In fact, anybody who's seen knows anything about facial fillers, that was his company. He was the man behind, I believe it was Restylane. He, um, the Coronado Mansion was his, um, his vacation home. They actually were based in Arizona. He was here with his girlfriend and his son, his son from a previous marriage. And Rebecca Zahao was babysitting in the sun. The boy fell over the balcony and died. And, uh, supposedly people, uh, supposedly it was ruled a suicide because she was just distraught that he died. But the reality was, is that, um, there were a lot of reasons to suspect the brother who, who, uh, um, violated the crime scene by taking her down and contaminated the crime scene. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't that strange? Yes. Like, how many people do that when they're looking uh, at a suicide? All these things, you know, having occurred, why would you put, you know, all of your prints, um, yeah. you know, on the body, the knife, and then, you know, put the body on a table and, and do all these peculiar things? I think the yeah. first thing you would do is you'd call 911 and say, what happened? Was yes. this a murder? Was this a suicide? I don't know. Uh, and then the mere fact that he sort of jumped in there and did all these things, it's so peculiar. And, and I wonder where his brother is uh, for this wrongful death trial. Is he sitting in the audience or is he not there at all? I, I don't, don't know. know. Um, you know, one of the things that was suspicious to me was video footage of Paul Finkst, who I think was no longer district attorney at the time, who was there on the scene. There was a lot of rumors and innuendo that this was basically, a, you know, a cover up um, because of big money and prominence and um i i I always hope i believe in due process got to leave it here i believe in due process like i said at the top of the show i 
I, I, one of the reasons why I defend defense attorneys is because I am somebody that cares about tyranny and government using the courts to prosecute people for wrong reasons. And so I believe in a vigorous defense. Not to prosecute for wrong reasons. Right. Exactly. Right. So, you know, I want justice to always be served. I want, uh, beyond a reasonable doubt to be proven. So if this man didn't do it, then, you know, I hope he doesn't get convicted. But I think in the civil courts, I think they will probably find him, um, I, I don't know what the term is in civil court, but um, complicit. It, it, it would be, a, yeah, you know, it, it would be a, a finding of guilt. It would just be a lower, it's just a lower evidentiary standard. I mean, I, I would hope not, too, that there was some sort of uh, coercion and then there was there was influence that was involved. We've had, you know, you know, in Southern California, a number of sheriffs have gotten in trouble, um, you know, for corruption. And we can't say that those things uh, don't happen. Sometimes they do. I would hope not in this case. I would hope that the... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheriff's Department is being honest in their assessment that they truly believe uh, that this was a suicide, but it is the strangest suicide, one of the strangest suicides you can find. Yeah, so that's one reason why this case got national prominence, was featured on 48 Hours Mysteries, Dateline NBC, and others. And uh, so uh, hopefully there will be justice for Rebecca Zahal. Adam Sostrand, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. Talk to you soon. Okay. Um, now it's time for a little segment called Ask AK. Um, I am doing this kind of on a weekly basis. I get so many questions because y'all know that I post uh, my donuts all the time and my naughty. I, I, you know, I am a Southerner. Uh, that's all for real. Um, I eat something of sugar and naughty almost every two hours throughout the day. And that's absolutely true. Um, I ate a cheeseburger and onion rings for lunch today. So people always ask me, how do you stay small when you're eating that kind of stuff? And it's, well, um, there's, it's because I don't eat that all the time. You know, I, 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 eat, I don't believe in good foods or bad foods. I believe that you can work anything into your diet. It's about moderation and it's also about eating healthy the, the vast majority of the time. I would say 75 to 80% of the time I try to eat healthy. And one of the things that I learned to do years ago was find replacements for my naughty foods. Um, one of the, one of the replacements that I found years ago, um, uh, for my love of Mexican food and chorizo was soy chorizo. So, uh, you know, I always look to find replacements, uh, for, um, healthy alternatives, uh, for, um, naughty foods. I thought years ago about going vegan and giving up, you know, meat because it's fatty, but there's just no way my body craves protein. I got to have protein. And so how do you, how do I find replacements for protein that keep me full? Well, there's lots of great, amazing products out there. And I'm super excited about a recent one that I found. And it's, um, it's a plant-based protein. A lot of people are talking about plant-based proteins. And uh, joining me now uh, from the amazing protein company is CEO Swami Nathan here to talk about Leica. And it's plant-based proteins that will give you, you will absolutely believe that you were eating buffalo chicken. You will believe that you were eating meatballs. It is absolutely amazing. Me, uh, amazing. Welcome, Chef, to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. Okay, so people right now are probably listening and thinking there's absolutely no way that you can make anything plant-based taste delicious like meatballs and buffalo chicken, but you have managed to do that, have you not? Yes, we have. Most definitely we have. And um, uh, with your southern background, you'd, you'd fall in love with our classic vegan barbecue. So, Well, yeah. Um, I, I, 
it doesn't, to me, it's all about, and this is what I found in terms of my technique for, for food replacements. It's really all about those same flavors. It doesn't necessarily have to, um, uh, for like barbecue, it doesn't necessarily have to be on the bone, right? No, you're absolutely right. And, and what it really comes down to is flavor and texture. Right. And, um, and what the scientific breakthrough we've made with Leica is that we've developed over many years a plant protein that can be cooked with uh, the same textures and flavors that you use with meat, whereas most plant proteins uh, are pre-seasoned and pre-textures because they're basically hydrophobic and do not absorb flavor. So in the manufacturing process, they have to pre-season and pre-texture them. That's why you see them as burgers or as slices. And what we've done... Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, like the soy, the soy chorizo that I buy, it's already pre-seasoned. But this, but this, you can kind of it, it adapts to flavors, and so you can kind of use it for your own recipes, correct? Exactly. You can use it any way that, like you said earlier, with we make meatballs, we make buffalo wing nuggets, and and they actually like uh, absorbs the flavors of sauces or anything on the viscosity spectrum between cream and smoke. Uh, it will absorb, and it actually does absorb it better than better than meat does. It has better properties of absorption, and so for the way people have been cooking with meat for the longest time, you can now cook using plant proteins the same way. And that's why uh, Whole Foods has partnered with us to introduce our products in their stores and and with a launch with our beef and broccoli mm-hmm. and our vegan barbecue. And we recently finished six weeks in Los Angeles, in the Los Angeles area, uh, with over 15,000 people trying Leica in the last six weeks. Now, this weekend, we're bringing it down to San Diego, and it'll be at the uh, Hillcrest store at 7-Eleven University. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing a three-day pop-up there from tomorrow through Sunday. Well, you know, that's awesome. I got interested in plant-based because I don't know if everybody out there knows, remembers who Tamara Holder is from Fox News. Um, but she and I are kind of friendly and she got really into plant-based. And so I started seeing all these, you know, amazing dishes and things that she was posting, but she, they were from restaurants all around the world. Like she's in Thailand and I'm like, okay, well, Tamara, I want to get plant-based, but you know, I ain't taking a trip to Thailand anytime soon or Chicago where she lives to try any of her favorite restaurant dishes. So that's why I was excited to find out that I can, you know, find these replacements uh, for my favorite foods here in San Diego. So thank you so much um, for being here. Tell everybody again where they can find Leica. You can find Leica in your Whole Foods stores uh, in the next four to six weeks. They'll be in all the stores in Southern California, Nevada, Arizona, and Hawaii. And starting tomorrow, it'll be available in the Hillcrest store in San Diego at 7-Eleven University. And we'll be featuring uh, our two items, which are vegan beef and broccoli and our vegan barbecue. What's your favorite? I like our meatloaf. <laughs> Ooh, meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to try that because my Cajun meatloaf, I, my recipe that I use is from uh, from Donald Link in um, New Orleans, and it's about 500 calories for, you know, quarter ounce and about 500 grams of fat. And I was like, I can't, I don't make it very often because I don't, I, you know, I can't be eating that that often. 
Well, our, our meatloaf developed by our chef, Adam, is just, it's just awesome. And most people can't tell that it's not meat because the texture's there, the flavor is present, and it's just a very enjoyable experience. So um, that's where we feel that we've made, we've made a difference in bringing it to mainstream consumers who won't give up taste. And that's the first thing. It's got to taste fantastic. That's well, been our yeah. cardinal rule. Well, thank you. And that's my cardinal rule. And so that is how AK stays a size two, even though I eat donuts pretty much on a daily basis because I eat healthy alternatives to, you know, I, I don't run around eating cheeseburgers and eating and eating meatloaf all day every day and, and eating all kinds of naughty foods. And, you know, I found substitutes. And so you can do it too. Now stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to shift gears. I don't know. It's gotten almost no play in the media, but you're gonna, you gotta hear this speech that Louis Farrakhan gave over the weekend on Sunday. Absolutely. Talk about shocking. And there's another shocking report coming out about Mike Huckabee. What's that about? Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience it will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life hi i'm julie mills brennan and i've been selling homes in san diego for over 20 years i've seen the market in its highs and in its lows and through the years i've immersed myself in nearly every market area i realize that anyone can find you a house i want to find you a home a home that you will build great memories in call me or text me at 619-992-7113 call me today i would be honored to help you find your dream home this report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up to remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of the Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at BridalwoodInsurance.com. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. 
Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted best insurance company by the readers of the San Diego Union Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains, but never stock market losses? Join David Katz for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on AM 1170, The Answer. Call David Katz now for your free customized Safe Money Information Money Kit and 115-page Safe Money Book at 844-586-7233. That's 844-586-SAFE. Don't wait. Call today. 844-586-SAFE. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Just so y'all know, I was posting some of my, a little bit of my follow-up on my Ask AK. I was posting some of my ideas that I use to keep things healthy, some of my tips. For example, I bake my French fries at home. I cut up my potatoes into strips, and then I coat them in egg whites, and I bake them. Another thing that I do is I do a layer of fat-free chocolate syrup between some low-fat brownie dough. That keeps it moist but keeps the fat down. I'm keeping it real here, babies, because you cannot, don't don't think that because I post donuts means you can just eat donuts all day long and stay a size two. And oh, by the way, then I get into the gym and I work it out. Now, speaking of working it out, I think my buddy CV is on the line and he might want to be working something out with me. Hey, CV. <laughs> hey, thanks for uh, taking my call. All right. What's up, baby? I just wanted to discuss the, um, the things Trump said yesterday at that meeting. Okay. Uh, I'm seeing people post on Facebook and even Tucker Carlson is uh, misquoting and taking Trump way out of contact. All right, let's wrap about it. All right, everybody's quoting that he's saying, uh, take the guns first, and then we'll deal with the litigation later. And uh, it's totally out of context. That's not what he said? That's not what he said in in its entirety. Here's what I... You're leaving out a big, important part of it. Okay, what, what, what did we leave out? He was. He said specifically, he was talking about people like... Michael Cruz, who um, on YouTube saying, I want to be a professional school shooter. These are the people, they don't have rights to liberties like you and I have. You, you, you value your First Amendment rights, right? Yeah. So do you scream fire in a, in a movie theater? Well, that's about you, the you only... Don't say, you don't say you're going to shoot up a school and not expect people... Uh, you know, the, the uh, law enforcement to kick down your door and take your weapons away and haul you off. There are some threats that are, this is a really important topic that we need to discuss and we need to have these conversations around it before a knee-jerk response because uh, you know, we do have First Amendment rights in, in this country. And right now, you have to go to a court if you want a restraining order. If a woman feels like she's got somebody stalking her, she feels like a boyfriend's a threat, she has to go to a court. She has to try to convince a judge to get a restraining order to keep them 100, 100 feet away or 100 that's yards away. Totally, that's a totally different it, It's issue. not. It's not because let me tell you why. Because in this country, the words that you speak, you, you have to have more than just somebody saying somebody, oh, I want to kill you or wring your neck. That, should, that alone should not be enough to have somebody take your guns away from you or take your rights away from you. We do. There is There are some threats that do that are illegal, but there is a boundary. We do have free speech in this country, CV, don't we? Do you really want some hack like Sheriff Israel to be able to come into your home and on the basis of what be able to decide whether or not you should have guns? 
that is totally different. How is it if different? Somebody saying if, because if somebody's saying I'm going to shoot up a school, you don't you don't say, well, let's uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the judge and get a warrant and take our time and bring him to uh, to the courthouse and then talk to him nicely. No, you go you go over there and you talk to him right right then and there. Okay, so you're you know, right. So in a year, all right. So in a year and a half, when they made 39 visits to his home, why, did, why didn't they do something? That's very suspicious. The FBI didn't do there anything. Was pl- right. There was plenty yeah, of time. The Florida State didn't do anything. Right. Uh, so let me let me because I'm, I'm we don't have unlimited time here. We need to when they made 39 visits, there's a reason why they didn't arrest him. And we need to understand exactly what went on. There has not been a proper investigation. A lot of assumptions are being made about, about him. For instance, assumptions being made that he was mentally ill. Has he been has he been thoroughly evaluated by a psychiatrist and declared mentally ill? No. So this whole mental illness control thing, I want everybody to stop going down that road because who Who's going to decide who's mentally ill? Joy yeah, Behar? Please don't. But you're, but let me finish. I, and then I'm going to let okay. you speak. Who's going to who's okay. going to decide that? Thirty nine times they went to visit him. What what else were they supposed to be? I don't know what happened on those visits. We need to find out what they asked and what they heard from him to then to determine whether or not a ball was dropped. Because in this country, you are if we say that 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 our words now or or everything that we say. Uh, how do I say this? If if him saying I want to be a shooter was enough to get his guns taken away from him, and we make that known, all anybody has to do going forward then is to just not say that on social media. We're not going to prevent every act just by that alone. You all see right. what I'm saying? Now, when when Obama was running for president back in 2008 or whatever it was, and he was saying he was making all these these statements. Uh, you know, that sounded almost conservative. I knew what he was. I knew what he was. I knew he was a socialist. I knew he hated America. I knew what he was. So you, you should know by now who Trump is. And you're assuming that when he's saying something like when he's comparing uh, Michael Cruz to a situation where if somebody else is saying they want to shoot up a school, you go there immediately and, and take his guns away and haul him in for questioning right then and there. Well, then you we need to have assume, that. You don't just assume. Well, you just don't assume that he's a socialist and he wants to take all your guns away when he's been saying the exact opposite right up until today. Well, I, first of all, I never said that he was a socialist and wanted to take all of our guns away. What I said was is that he is a doer and he's wanting to do something. And unfortunately, what he's talking about isn't necessarily going to solve the problem. We haven't even properly investigated what the problem was with this young man. Everybody's referring. Let me finish. He wants to take your guns away. Well, he when you say. When you say, when you, I've only got two minutes left. When you say, take guns first and due process second, Andrea is going to pop up and say, oh, no, you don't. If you better, we need to work within the confines of the law. That is tyranny. Not Not if you're threatening a school. Where is does it say in our civil code that we if if we're going to have that be illegal then let's make that let's put that in the laws that that's illegal to to and make that kind I of a will threat. Take his guns. I will personally take his guns and I'll apologize later if I'm wrong. But if I hear somebody saying they're going to shoot up a school, I'm not even going to call a cop. You know what I'll do? I'll go right up to the guy's house and tie him up. What I'm trying to do myself. I hear you. What I'm trying to do is elevate the con- the conversation past Nicholas Cruz to the point to where in this country... But it's, about, it's about Nicholas Cruz, though. It's about Nicholas Cruz. I, it is about... 
Yeah. Let's ex- I, I I wish I had more time. I've only got one minute left. Yeah. The whole all this knee jerk reaction is about this one individual. But you know what? Our U.S. Constitution is bigger than one individual. I'm trying to elevate the conversation that in a country where we have going on what happened to Cheryl Atkinson and the and the tyranny that's happening in this country, we need to make sure and we know what the goal is of the left. We need to make sure that we are not encouraging and enabling the left to grossly uh, infringe upon our rights and that we, it particularly if yeah, we're going to be going down the road to where we're not even solving a problem. Do you see what I'm saying? This is bigger the than knee, Cruz. The knee-jerk reaction to taking Trump out of context and saying he wants to take all your guns away. Nobody said that he wanted to take the guns away. I never said that. That's what everybody's quoting. That's what Tucker Carlson quoted tonight. Nobody said... Nobody said nobody's accusing Trump of wanting to take all our guns away. What they're accusing Trump of is by a knee jerk reaction of immediately saying, take guns away first under without outlying what the process should be. There should be a process. Somebody should be. But you're admitting you're omitting uh, the topic of what he's talking about. No, I'm not. I'm talking about mental health issues. We need to not have. We're talking about I got to leave it there. I got to leave it there. Thank you, CV, for calling in. Thank you to all my guests. I'll be right back here tomorrow night. Let's keep this conversation and this argument rolling. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.